My Life Now is a half-hour podcast show which regularly features reviews of new releases and all-time classics of both traditionally published and self-published books. Tune in for special guest interviews and, of course, helpful tips to not only write your next book, but also to help market it. My Life Now is most often referred to as a great way for authors to get quality exposure and avid readers to discover their next read. Without further delay, here's another stimulating episode of My Life Now. Welcome back to another episode of My Life Now. Once again, my name is Dallas. We have another incredible guest joining us today, Patricia Metzner. Such a pleasure to have you here today, Patricia. How are you? I am fine. <laughs> Top of the world. Now, Top that tells world. you a lot about me. Do you, are you familiar with that phrase? I've heard it. Top of the morning to you. Is okay. that similar? Does that have anything to do with it? Yes. It's the yeah. very last line in James Cagney's movie, White Heat. As he's about to blow himself up, he says, wow. made it my top of the world. So for years, if somebody said, how are you? And I was having a really bad day, I would say top of the world. Oh, no. I took it as a good thing. <laughs> wow. And I they, did not know that was. Know what I was saying. Okay, then you're a movie fan too. That's awesome. Wow. Well, it's good to know you a little bit, Patricia. Thank you for joining us. And where are you located today? I am in Hartford, Connecticut today and virtually every day. Yeah. All right. We talked a little bit off the air today that you said that this is not only the best place that you've ever lived, it's one of your favorite places to be as well. So that's a great thing. Yes. Because yeah. of very deep roots. And as I mentioned to you, uh, if I struck up a conversation with somebody at the street corner, in 10 minutes, I would find out some common thread hmm. where we lived, where we went to school, whatever. So, yeah, that's wonderful. Good. And so we are here today to talk about your book, Words for the Wise. And I love this because something that you have written in your book, it says this book established and repeats a pattern of learning that can be translated to use from the classroom the ballroom to the boardroom. And I think that's a great choice of words and something that we need today, right? We need a little bit of class in our life. And yes. so I'm happy to have you here today, Patricia, and talk about this. And so just first off, what led you to become an author? Because I tried to do this on the internet and I couldn't. Mm -hmm. My daughter said, mom, this is a book. So after I just could not manage the technology of being a one person trying to run a website. Mm -hmm. So I went to Amazon and I put the same material together into book form and I became an author. Wow. Wow. But how long ago did this start, this process? About 15 years ago. Okay. So this book has been on hold for a while, you're saying. So now it's available yes. for us, but it's been something in the works for yes. quite a while. I would work on it. I would come to a dead end. I would stop. And then I'd say, no, I've really got to finish this. I'm mm. very goal oriented. Yeah. And this became a goal to get it done. Yeah. Yes. Well, congratulations. Congratulations. Now it's out. It's available. We can all purchase this book on Amazon. Yes. yes. So it's out there. And yeah, just this title, Words for the Wise. Could you just break that down for us? Why did you choose that? Because it just came to me was sitting quietly somewhere in, in its vocabulary. And of course, words to the wise is a very mm -hmm. common expression. And, yeah. you know, it just popped into my head. Mm -hmm. And so what do you hope to get out of this 
for your readers? What do you hope to provide for those people who tune in and listen to you today and read your book as well? I hope that they would enjoy it. I hope they would have fun with the words. Clearly, it could not cover everything, but it's uh, the fact it's based on Latin roots. I could go mm -hmm. right straight to my experience with Latin. I had I never taught it, but I had four years of Latin in high school, the most valuable course I ever took. Mm -hmm. And if I may include an incident here, why is it valuable? The very first job I ever had out of high school, I had no experience. I only got an interview because my father knew somebody who knew somebody. And as a courtesy, they talked to me. Now, this was Pan American Reservations. They had an office in Hartford at that time. So I went in and they gave two aptitude tests. One was math and one was vocabulary. I didn't finish the math, but I got to the vocabulary. When I got down to the second to last word, believe me, I remember it was second to last mm -hmm. and it was viscous and it was the only word I had never seen. But I remembered that viscera was the Latin word for guts, intestine. Mm -hmm. And I was able to figure out that word and finish. And a few days went by and my mother said, look, if you want that job, you call them. And I did, I was very shy and introverted then. And the man said, you know, I was gonna call you. I you got everything right. You got a hundred percent on this test. Mm. And that got me another interview and that got me the job. So knowing that the Latin word for guts was visceral got me a great job. Wow, that's incredible. And as you know, and as many of our audience know that the Latin has a lot of influence in other languages as well. And oh, yes, so for yes. me, going from English to Portuguese over there in Brazil, I mean, there were a lot of similar words. We share the same alphabet, right? But when I went over to Asia, Thailand and Cambodia, there was no chance at all for me. There was no chance. And so, yeah, I definitely see the importance of understanding some of the Latin. What else? Do you have anything else that you, any fun stories like that within the book as well? Then the book, uh, I've made up sentences. I only used promising my family not to involve them. I only used two family names, Everett, my father, and Cuthbert, my grandfather, both deceased, mm -hmm. so they couldn't be embarrassed. Reference to my father losing his hair at an early age. I forget yeah. what I said about my grandfather. <laughs> but uh, I tried to incorporate things in examples. For instance, I believe the word was perseverance I used Eric Shackleton as an example of perseverance. Uh, another word, another time I used Edmund Dante's Escaping from the Chateau d'If. So I worked in some literature, some historical references. I'm, I'm very big on history too. And I worked those into the sentences to put the word in context. Mm -hmm. Yeah, excellent, excellent. And just overall, what do you want your audience? What did you write this for? So you have all of these great things within the book, like we said, from the classroom to the ballroom to the boardroom. So what was your goal of putting all this together? When I started it, I was working with a tutoring company, working with the SATs for English. Now, many schools don't even require it anymore, but I was very conscious the vocabulary section of the exams 
I saw once it was worth 100 points on the SAT at that time if you got every single word. Hmm. And I realized, too, you could transfer your knowledge, like I've used prefixes, roots and prefixes. If you realize DIS is a negative, it would help you determine a word. In fact, I worked with a young man once. The word was Byzantine. And there were five choices. Four of them began with this. Hmm. He could have eliminated those four and gone to the right answer of complicated, but he hesitated. He couldn't bring himself to choose a word he'd never seen before. Yeah. But that was the idea. Take a word apart, take it part by part. And that jumps me immediately to what got me started on it. And I say it was 15 years ago. Madeline Murray O'Hare's organization was suing to get the words under God removed from the Pledge of Allegiance. Mm. And I was out for breakfast with friends and we're leaving the restaurant. And just in the time it took to walk by this one table, I heard this man say, and he's like this, he's of something in this country. We believe in the separation of church and state. We have something called anti-disestablishmentarianism in this country. I wanted to jump over the booth and strangle this guy. Mm. Number one, it's English, not American. And number two, the movement, the disestablishmentarianism movement in England wanted to separate the government of England and the crown from the church. So the anti-disestablishmentarians wanted to keep the government. and the, So the guy had it wrong. Wow, wow. But it also made me think that would be a, if you took anti and dis, two negatives make a positive. Mm -hmm. Establishment, everybody knows that word. Ism is a belief. Mm -hmm. And you could take this very long word and it would be easy to understand. And that wow. that actually got me started thinking that way. You are a wordsmith. That's amazing. I can see the benefits of this because there's a lot of words out there that I don't understand. And if I take those, you, like yeah. you said, break it apart, it makes a lot yeah. more sense. And we have an English school in Brazil as well. And so we were teaching English to our our students as well. And so tools like this can really help people. And as you said, for the SATs, for the ACTs, for different tests like this. And so, wow, that's incredible. That's well, now incredible. I'm thinking it might be maybe more uh, like GREs or the LSAT. I, mm -hmm. I was in a group with uh, women starting small businesses. And one of the women was from Eastern Europe. And she said, I wish I had had something like this. She said, all these foreign students, many of them take graduate exams in English. Mm -hmm. And she would have benefited from that. So it is going to be available on the internet in Europe. Yeah. Wow. And the third part of the book that is you know, called, I call a dessert. Uh, I worked with two women lawyers, one from Poland, one from Czechoslovakia. They were not English or French, you know, romance languages. Uh, and they both, they said, they both asked for help they said the most difficult word in the English language is the. the. To try to use it properly mm -hmm. if you have grown up in a language that it doesn't exist. So that's, I, I included the dessert as the addendum that deals with the. 
Wow. Wow. And such a simple word for many Americans, right? As you go to a place like that and it is tough. And yeah, I've seen so many different words like world. World is a very difficult word for Portuguese speakers. World, saying that R and the L, they, it's really, really challenging for them to say that word. And so, You're like yeah, me I, trying I, to say, I'm looking for the Place Robonnet in French. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yep. That's good. That's good. Young But With a Purpose is a global youth movement centered on cultivating the spiritual heart, moving you from a place of boredom to a deeper place with God through fascination with Jesus Christ. Moving from boredom to God's purpose prepares you to be used to expand the kingdom of God. Find more information at www.ybwap.org. That is www.ybwap.org. There is no miracle cure or pill for focus and discipline. But if you're willing to put in the work, focus, live the life you were created to by Christy Cashman will absolutely change your life. It's been said that if we always do what we've always done, we will always get what we've always gotten. It's time to change that. It's time to focus. Find your copy by searching Focus. Live the life you were created to on Amazon today. And so what could be some practical things that our audience could do using this strategy and the things that you're learning here today? I feel like this should be a masterclass. You should be charging for this information here because this is, this is valuable. So what could we, class, <laughs> what could we the, practically do here, Pat, Patricia? Uh, well, obviously I can only cover so much, mm -hmm. but if this got people in the frame of mind that if they're reading and they see a word, it would be triggered. They would, Recall, mm -hmm. oh yeah, I can do this. Uh, and the first part, the simpler part, I took common Latin roots like porto, you means carry. So, okay, export, import, report, support. Mm -hmm. you, see, you see all the connections. As a teacher, as a student for many years and as a teacher, I realized hearing something once is not going to do the trick. You're not mm -hmm. going to recognize it. And now when I try to work on a computer, if you show me to do something, I've got to do it five or six times and I've mm -hmm. got to do it right away and or I'll right. be gone. So there's a lot of repetition here and that is a basis. But just to get people in a mindset, I'm reading something, I'm hearing something and oh yeah. In this, what do you think has been the most challenging thing when identifying this pattern of identifying the words and all of that that you're talking about here today. How do I find them? I'm yeah, what sorry, do you think I... has been the biggest challenge? Well, the biggest challenge you know, of the questions you gave me of the things I was looking at ahead of time, I know that mm -hmm. was challenging. Yeah. The biggest challenge, it actually is hard for me to say that because I've been exposed to words and thinking about words for so mm -hmm. long. If you're somebody who has not really thought about it, if it's important to you just to train yourself mm -hmm. to be aware of it, just to become aware. Yeah. As a very small, I have a memory that goes back, as a very small child, my father would come home with unusual words. Uh, propinquity was one of them I can still remember. The other word was a little bit naughty, so I won't say it on the, oh, not on the not on the air, huh? <laughs> oh, somebody if they want to know, they can. But 
And then uh, my father was self-employed. He worked very long hours. But one night he came home and he said to my sister and me, to my sister and me, if I said to my sister and I, you could, to my sister and me, he was taking us to the movies. I thought, yeah. this is important. This is big. Yeah. And it was a double feature re-release of two W.C. Fields movies. And Fields loved words themselves. And I still remembered, he's talking to Mae West and he asks her her name. She says, Flower Bell. He said, what a euphonious appellation. I thought, oh, wow, what beautiful mm -hmm. words. And then, uh, now see, I'm forgetting the name of the Margaret who played the Wizard of Oz, Margaret Hamilton. She's on the train too. And she said, and he's with an Indian, he said, is that a full-blooded Indian? And Field says, quite the antithesis. So I learned the meaning of antithesis. I learned the meaning of uh, euphonious, of Appalachian, and so on from that movie. And I became a W.C. Fields fan. He also loved big words. Hmm. For so you, I, I got to ask, back, because what, you're, you're just saying all these things today. What is your favorite word? I like mellifluous. I think mellifluous is a nice word. Can you give us a definition of that one? I don't have one, one. favorite words. <laughs> What's Can you give us a definition the, on that one? How to put what a mellifluous uh, day. It's a beautiful. It's full of mm -hmm. nice things. Okay. Now that's another comment I make in the book is O U S. If you look at pre suffixes, are also very important. And O-U-S means a lot of something. As I was writing the book, it was very easy. I'm going through all, you got prefixes, pre, per, dis, et cetera. Mm. You just get on the dictionary and you go through them. But if you're looking for a suffix, it's much harder. Right. Wow. So I came up with as many as I could. But yeah, mellifluous, euphonic, nice words. The second part of that question, what word do you think is the most powerful? What is the most powerful word? Oh, I'm, I'm going to be love is the most powerful word. Love is the most powerful word. Yeah. Yeah. Amor. <laughs> Amor. Yeah. In Portuguese, you're right. You're exactly right. And you know, that's what people call each other over there too. They call each other Amor. Here we oh. say, sweetie, honey, babe. They say Amor over there. They call each other love, which is nice. It's a nice thing. Great. Patricia, I really I appreciate your time really here today. I didn't really think about that was... That was an absolutely spontaneous but true response. Yeah. I mean, nothing's yeah. more powerful than that. No, I, I absolutely agree. A wordsmith like you, it's there's so many words that we can we can understand and identify, but just the simple four-letter word love has so much power, right? Isn't that amazing? So incredible. So Patricia, I really appreciate your time here today. And one more time, can you tell our audience the name of your book and where we can find it? Actually, my own copy today of Words for the Wise. Uh, it's on Amazon. If you go to Amazon Books and put in my name, Patricia Metzner, mm -hmm. and then Words for the Wise, it will come up. I've had people try to find it and they have trouble finding it. And I think there is, a, well, there's another book by that name, but I think it's more into philosophy or mm -hmm. something. It's not the straight vocabulary. So probably put my name in Patricia Metzner Mm -hmm. I don't know why we even put it in big. Yeah. Uh, and the name of the book and Amazon books. 
Okay. And there will also be a link in the description so our audience can directly click on that link or if they're out on the go, they can search that as well. So Patricia, thank you so much for your time here today. This is the My Life Now podcast. I hope to have you back for your next book. Well, tell us. Tell another us. 15 years. Yeah, no, okay, okay. <laughs> Sounds like a plan. Thank okay. you so much, Patricia. Thank you, Dallas. Thank you for listening and supporting another episode of My Life Now. Please remember to subscribe to our podcast show and share it with a friend. Together, we can keep the message of these books alive. Until we turn the next page together, stay classy.